Father, we appreciate your presence in our midst today. You are here in our midst as a covenant-keeping God. You are here in our midst as the El Shaddai. You are here in our midst as Jehovah Shalom. You are here in our midst, O great God, as Jehovah in Kadesh. You are here in our midst this day as Jehovah Nisi. You are here in our midst, O great God, as a majestic God. You are here in our midst this day as the almighty God. Please Envelope us with your glory. Even as we continue our worship. Speak to us through your Holy Spirit. Using me as a point of contact. So that at the end of the day, your name and your name only will be glorified. This we pray with thanksgiving in Jesus name. Say better amen. Welcome somebody to church and say to him or her, Happy Holy Week. And for those of us at home, we say Happy Holy Week. Amen. Once again, thank you, choir. Thank you, the, uh, the band, for the wonderful ministration. You're wonderful. I'll be taking uh, my anchor scripture. From Numbers chapter 33, from verse 2 through to 4. Numbers 33, verse 2 through to 4. I will be reading from the New King James Version. Now Moses wrote down the starting points of their journeys at the command of the Lord. And these are their journeys according to their starting points. They departed from Ramesses in the first month. On the 15th day of the first month, on the day after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with boldness in the sight of all the Egyptians. For the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn, whom the Lord had killed among them. Also on their gods, the Lord had executed judgment. The title of this special Sunday service is The Starting Point. The starting point. The starting point was so important to Moses that he wrote down the details for record purposes. And since life itself is a journey, it is therefore imperative that adequate preparations are made. Jesus Christ emphasized this point in Luke 
chapter 14, verses 28 and 29. Luke 14, verse 28 and 29 says, For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he had sufficient to finish it? Lest aptly after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish it and all that behold it begin to mock him. Church of God, everything in life has a starting point and completing that which is started is a different matter altogether. You see, for some, they only focus on the starting point, but less emphasis on the finishing point. They will start something today, and in a couple of weeks, they will drop it for something else. Nothing tangible usually come out of such things. Because a rolling stone gathers no moss. We are talking about the starting point. You see, every journey has a starting point. And reaching one's destination is a different ball game altogether. I pray for you. May you stay alive to complete that project you have started in the name of Jesus. I, I don't like your amen. That project will not become an abandoned project in the name of Jesus. Everything that is required, God is going to supply according to his riches and glory in the name of Jesus. Starting point. As a human being, you to have a starting point that began at conception through to when you were physically born. Excuse me, sir. Yes, you. Excuse me, ma. Uh -huh. Yes, yes, you. Your life journey has started. And it is ongoing as I speak. Hallelujah, somebody. Listen, the only life that you have to live is the life you are living now. Your life does not have a spare like a car that has a spare tire. And I pray for you. Nothing will succeed in halting or slowing down your progress in life. I thought I was praying for you. I said nothing will succeed in slowing you down. In halting your progress in life. In the name of Jesus Starting point, fulfilling the purpose for which you were born is the key factor that you must discover 
for yourself and by yourself. Your life is a project that God handed over to you. God does not want you or expect you to live a short changed life. God and heaven is not expecting you to live an average life. He wants you to live a life and he wants you to enjoy a life as a child of God. It's a win-win situation for you. You enjoy this life and you enjoy the life to come because the one who said it paid for it. It is a paid for. I remember one year they were celebrating us pastor's appreciation week. And they took my wife and I to a five-star hotel. And they told us, Pastor, you and mommy pastor, enjoy yourself. Because it has been paid for. Anything you want, order. Casa. Mm. No, if you enter my office, you'll see a picture behind my desk, the chair. That was, we were heading out to church that Sunday. Well, hallelujah. As a human being made after the similitude of God, God does not permit you to just roam about life. Today you are in Chicago or Chicago. The next day you are in New York. God does not want you to just roam around because your life should be purposeful. It should be what? Purposeful. Because your life is a project that God handed over to you. I pray you will not become an abandoned project. Shout hallelujah. Don't just roam around because you are leaving marks behind as you move on. And those marks, whether positive or negative marks, they are indelible. You are leaving marks behind you. In the story we read, the children of Israel started their journey to the promised land. But majority of them never made it to the promised land. They roamed around in the wilderness until they died in the wilderness because of their murmuring, because of their complaints, because of their doubts and unbelief. The wilderness became their bus stop and not the promised land that was flowing with milk and honey. May your story not be that way. Can I ask you, should I continue to pray for you or I should just stop praying for you? Because every word from this altar we reflect in your life. May you not die. 
in the wilderness of life in the name of Jesus. The wilderness will not become your bus stop because the wilderness is, is filled with emptiness, with barrenness, with dryness, with loneliness. Nothing grows in the wilderness. Your life will not become a wilderness in the name of Jesus. We are talking about the starting point. Every journey has a starting point, a midway point, and the finishing point. Every journey has what? The starting point, the midway point, and the finishing point or the arrival point. Each of these segments matter a lot. You remember the story very well, Bible study students. In Genesis 11, 31 and 32. Genesis 11, 31 and 32. A man called Terah took his son Abraham, took his wife Sarah, and he took Lot's son. And they started packing their bags and baggages. When they asked Terah, sir, where are we going? He said, we are heading to the land called Canaan. So they took their journeys. But the Bible said there, in verse 32 of Genesis 11, the Bible said, well, let me emphasize it there. When Terah got to Haran, the Bible says he now dwelt there. He was on his way to Canaan. He got to Haran, and the Bible says, and he dwelt there. The tail end of verse 31. Verse 32 says, and the days of Terah were 205 years. And Terah died in Haran. Terah started his journey to Canaan, but stopped midway at Haran. He stopped there, lived there, and died there. When he got to that land, midway to his destination... He lived there and abandoned completely his trip to Canaan and he died midway. I pray for you. You have started a journey. You will not die midway in the name of Jesus. You have started your journey in life. I prophesy you will not die midway. I pray for you. Your journey in life will not end in a haphazard way. In the name of Jesus. Terror settled for less. I beg you, don't settle for less. You are too loaded to settle for less. You are too smart to settle for less. You are too intelligent 
to settle for less. Whatsoever you are doing now is a journey to where you are actually going. Don't make what is going on now your bus stop. What attracted terror to stop midway? We will get there very soon. May you not settle for less. Keep on keeping on. You are almost there. I say you are almost there. You are what? Almost there. Keep on keeping on. Because you are almost there. You will achieve your goals and your aspirations. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be moving from pillar to post. You will not be groping in darkness. Oh, how I wish you can say better. Amen. I say you will achieve your goals. The goals that you had for going into that marriage, you will achieve it in the name of Jesus. The goals you have for your children, I say you will achieve it in the name of Jesus. The goals you have for your business, you will achieve it in the name of Jesus. The goals you have for your ministry, you will achieve it in the name of Jesus. The goals you have for America, hey, you will achieve it in the name of Jesus. You will achieve your goals and your aspirations in the land of the living. You will not die midway. Your marriage will not quench midway. Your joy will not end midway. Your health will not end midway. Because the God of heaven and earth says he has come that you may have life and have it in abundance lift up your right leg and shout hallelujah starting point Proverbs 24 10 Proverbs 24 10 says if thou think in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Look at me, brethren. Every task in life appears very difficult on the onset. Every journey, every task no matter how sure you are before embarking on a journey, whether be it in business, be it in career, be it in academic pursuit, be it in marriage relationship or friendly relationship, whether in ministry or in project, you just name it. At a point, you will feel like doing what? You feel like quitting. Calling it quit. I don't want to do it again. Because sometimes it seems like what you are about to do is a mission impossible. And at that point, People tend to throw in the toil and back out. I thought this investment was going to bring dividend. Ah, first day, nothing is happening. Ah, second day, one week, two weeks, this thing is not working. 
they just back out. Go and ask Jeff Bezos who started Amazon from his garage in 1997 in Bellevue, Washington State in his garage. It was an online bookshop. But you know what is this today? You just tried it. For just one month, you already concluded that this is not going to work. One month. Now, I thought you said this thing makes people... Yeah, it does, and it still does. But you did not allow what the seed you sowed to, to even germinate. Before you start digging, whether it is really growing, and you killed it midway. Look at your neighbor and say, Why are you looking at pastor like this? <laughs> Keep on keeping on. God will make a way for you, even where there seems to be no way. Don't give up. Don't throw in the toil. Mama pastor went through it too. It got to a time she was asking an open question. Who sent me? Because you will read, 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 and the brain is not even understanding what one plus one is anymore. You know what I'm talking about? How do you spell <laughs> your word? Or how do you spend right? The brain just gives up. But you don't give up. Today we call her Mama Pastor, Doctor. And her husband is saying, by extension. Because we are doing it together. She will call me, um, BJ, what, read this thing and explain it. Inside of me, I say, ha. Honestly, she does that. And I will read. And I will say, but it seems this is... You, you, you got it. So what's my title? <laughs> it comes a time in your life that to be apprehensive is permitted. It is natural. But in your, in your apprehensiveness, you need people like the Caleb's. They are called the encouragers. They will tell you the reason why you must pass. They will show you the reason why your business must succeed. They are called the Caleb's. Therefore, in your apprehensiveness, when you are really shaking, you don't know what to do. You need a Caleb. Look at your neighbor and say, are you the Caleb? Shout hallelujah, somebody. In Numbers 13, verse, oh my God. Numbers 13, 29 through to 31. Numbers 13. It says, The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites. Jebu, no, <laughs> I didn't say Jebu. Please, please. <laughs> the, the, J, 
Jebusites and the Ammonites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanite dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, that's what I'm talking about. These people, they were so apprehensive, they are so frightened. Bible says, and Caleb. You need a Caleb in your life. That Caleb could be your husband. That Caleb could be your wife. In fact, the Caleb's could be your children. It could be that church member. It could be that friend. You better listen when the Caleb's are talking. And Caleb steal the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once to possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. But the man that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Do you need such people? What do you do? As you embark on that business journey, as you embark on that investment journey, as you embark on that relational journey, as you embark in the journey of life, stay close to your Caleb's. They are encouragers. They will do what you cannot do for you. And yet you are not a threat to them. They will jumpstart your life for you. I have to, I have to read jumpstart this sermon now because time is going. For those of you that are older enough, you remember Bedford, a lorry called Bedford. When he breaks down, or it breaks down, and they cannot start. The Kerimoto, the, the guy who is helping the driver, we go to the back and we pull out one rod, iron rod. There's a hole in front of the, of the, of the lorry. They will put it inside. The driver will be inside the cabin and the Kerimoto, the, the boy, will start. Some of you, you don't need a jumpstart cable. You need that rod. It says the rod. He comfort me with his rod. Some of you, you need that rod. Come on, move on. Don't slow down. That rod, God is going to use it to jumpstart you this day. That abandoned business, God will cause you to go back to it. I said that marriage that you are trying to pack up, God is going to give you that rod to say, no, you don't pack up this marriage. You don't end this marriage. All you need to do is in the place of humility, you can go down on your knees and say, wifey, I am really sorry. You are doing and wifey will say to the house, no, we said to the husband, I am also sorry. So sorry we collide with sorry. At the end of the day, the devil will be put to shame. Don't end what God has not ended. We are talking about the starting point. Oh my God. The starting point. I thought Benga was still in church. The starting point. Guys, sign language. You don't know. The starting point. As God in human flesh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ had his own starting point. 
in Luke 2, verses 6 and 7. Luke 2, 6 and 7. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she, that is Mary, should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in a swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. In the inn. The starting point of the life of Jesus while he was in the flesh was nothing to write home about. At the time of his birth, there was no room for the one who created room. There was no room for the one who can make things happen. Can you imagine if Jesus was given a room in that inn? But they said, you are a nobody. In fact, look Mary, Mary or Mary. Look at Joe, Joseph. Look at you guys. You did not come with a limousine. Look at you. There is no room. And it was time for Mary to give birth. The only space was a stable, a trough, where cattle and asses and goats eat their hays. That was where Jesus was born. The starting point of Jesus was nothing to write home about. But the starting point is not what matters. It's what you do thereafter. The Bible says better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. That marriage, the beginning is not what matters. What transpires along the line, that is what matters. How you are humble as a man, that's what matters. How you are humble as a woman, that's what matters. Starting that business is not what matters so. It's endurance that matters. It's taking risk that matters. Because life itself is a risky venture. But there is a God who says when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the fire, it will not kindle upon you. He said, I will be with you. He did not say always. He says, always. That means, all the way. So, from human point of view, Jesus was a nobody when he started his journey. At the point of his birth, Jesus was a nobody. No room. They didn't say rooms. No room for you. What they are saying? Get out. Get out. The way you were born. The race you were born into. Your family, papa and mama, it does not matter. The way you were born, carry on from there. If high heel will help you, carry on. Carry on. Just, just be yourself. Okay? If it will help you. What did I say? Be yourself. Because some people, I see them inside the sanctuary. By the time after sanctuary, the way I see them is like, ah, uh-uh, kill 
<laughs> if that is okay, you're right. But please don't change your life by talking down on yourself. I am special. I am a V, 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 I, P. Very, 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 very important personality. Don't mess with me because I carry fire. Jesus' starting point had nothing to, ro- to write home about. But that does not matter. Hey, kill that's speaking in tongues in another language. Don't worry. Your parents may not have played their role. Your landing in America might have been a rough one. Notwithstanding, please, you have heard me say this often and over and over. Don't let your background put your back to the ground. Go out and add value to your life. America and the world are waiting for your manifestation. Remember, this year, 2022, is our year of what? Bumper harvest. We are talking about the starting point. After Jesus was born, he started growing up. The Bible said the Holy Spirit in Matthew 4, 1 through to 3. Please project it. Matthew 4, 1 through to 3. The Bible said that the tempter came and tempted him. And in verse 3, he said, listen, if you are the son of God, turn these stones to bread. What was it Jesus, um, the devil was saying? The devil was saying to Jesus, see how weak and hungry you are. If you are truly the son of God, you should not be looking this way. You should not be looking this way. If you say you are a child of God, then prove it. Isn't that the way the devil has been harassing you and I? Say, Look at you. You say you are a Christian. See you. You say you are, you are born again. See you. Please. Please. You are being born again. Your sonship is not a subject for the devil's approval. The devil will never tell you you are a son of God. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Bible said the Holy Spirit will witness to your spirit that you are a child of God. So your being born again is not subject to Satan's approval. He's too chinchini, he's too small to do that for you. Shout hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say shout hallelujah. But the Bible in verse 10 and 11 of Matthew 4, 10 and 11, Matthew 4, said, Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil liveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. I said to you, in your time of apprehensiveness, you need a Caleb. For Jesus' case, he needed the angels to come and minister unto him and to encourage him. Today, we are commemorating the Palm Sunday that leads to the Easter Resurrection Sunday. Now, something happened. The same Jesus born in a manger, the same Jesus that the devil tempted in the wilderness. The same Jesus whom they call the son of an ordinary carpenter. Shout hallelujah. Became someone that was being celebrated. Become a celebrity. Look at Matthew 21. 
I will read from verse 6. Matthew 21 from verse 6. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought an ass and a cord and put them their clothes and they set him thereon. And a very, somebody say very, and a very great multitude spread their clothes, their, their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitude that went before and they that followed cried saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when they were come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved saying, who is this? That is going to be what they will be saying to you. Who is this? That is shaking the whole Jerusalem. Who is this? And the multitude said, it is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Don't give up, even though your beginning was rough. Don't give up, even though your beginning was small. Just as Jesus was celebrated during Palm Sunday, you will be celebrated. Don't give up. Look up. They were saying, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest, the angels are singing. That was Jesus' midway. He did not stop there. A lot of you, when they start to praise you, that's when your head will, will swell and you begin to misbehave. God just bless you with a six figure huh? salary. Then nobody can talk to you anymore. Say, so, do you know who you are talking to? Well, who are you there? Do you know who you are talking to? Huh? Do you know who you are talking to? No, you are just midway. What keeps you in that six figure? It's not the way you are behaving. Jesus, the city was agog. But he did not stop there because he knew it was just halfway journey. His destination was the cross. Hallelujah. As Jesus Christ finished well, you will finish well in the name of Jesus. Joseph went from the pit that his brethren dug for him and threw him there. But from that pit, he headed towards his destination to become the prime minister of Egypt. Don't stop, brother. If you need a jump start, please get a jump start. If you need somebody to whine you, let somebody do that for you. But never give up. Because your best days are still ahead of you. I don't like your amen. Do you know, brothers, that the journey to the throne for David started from the forest? From the forest. They summoned him from the forest. And he stood before a king maker. Somewhere. The Bible says he was anointed king in the midst of his brethren. I pray for you. That wilderness experience 
will become a promotion to the throne of authority in the name of Jesus. You may be struggling right now. I want to tell you that is not your bus stop. You are moving to greater heights in the name of Jesus. Your journey that started by conception and you were born, that journey will not be truncated. You will not die midway. You are going to fulfill your destiny. Jesus fulfilled his destiny. Joseph fulfilled his destiny. David fulfilled his destiny. You are going to fulfill your own destiny in the land of the living, in the mighty name of Jesus. The starting point. The starting point. That child may look insignificant right now. Your husband may look very insignificant right now. Your wife may look very insignificant right now. Your ministry may be struggling. Your business may be struggling. It may look very not insignificant right now. But yet, the stone that the builders have rejected will soon become the head of the corner. As we commemorate Palm Sunday today, we should not forget the word that Jesus preached and stood for. Shall we rise? On the hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering. To that old rugged cross, where the best. Where's the choir film? Sinner was slain So So I cherish That whole rugged cross To love is a Exchange it. Exchange it for the words that Jesus preached and stood for in Matthew 24 from verse 12. Matthew 24 from verse 12 says, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a weakness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Listen to me, church. Everything that Jesus Christ taught and preached concerning the end has happened. It's just enduring trials and enduring temptation. 
and taking your stand in what you believe. You have started your journey as a Christian. How are you going to end it? Are you going to end it midway? Because of what is happening in the world? Because of trials and temptation? The Bible says Jesus Christ was tried and tempted in all points, but yet without sin. Temptation is not a sin. It's yielding to temptation that is sin. The journey to heaven started the day you got born again. How far will the journey today? How far have you gone? He said, only those that endure to the end that will be saved. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 from verse 1, Hebrews 12 from verse 1, it says, wherefore seeing we have also compassed about with so great a cloud of weaknesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth easily besets us and let us run with patience the race, the journey that is set before us. Who do you look unto? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who? For the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. That it, and, and, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your minds. Look up, brethren. Contradiction of sinners. The people that said, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. The people that said openly, this is Jesus, the prophet. Then they contradicted themselves and said, you know what? Away with him. Crucify him. Let his blood be upon us and upon our children. Contradiction of sinners. Sir, if you want everyone to approve of you, your journey will be truncated. If you greet, they say you too greet. If you don't greet, they say, look at his mouth. He can't even open his mouth. Jesus Christ said, John the Baptist, he was in the wilderness alone. He was not mingling with people. I came. I mingled with you. I ate and I drank with you. You said, I'll be too job work here and die. You say, I'm a glutton. I'm a wine babbler. That you can do to please the world. They will contradict you. In fact, they are looking for your fall. If your marriage is working, they say, ah, see, a woman rapper. If your marriage is not working, they say, ah, America have caught up with this. There was a brother. He was taking care of his wife, washing, cleaning. They say, ah, woman rapper. You, they wash your wife for clothes. You, they, you, they. There's something you do, sir, that you play. Contradiction of sinners. If you are busy in department A, department B, C, they will say, ah, no, now you kill Jesus. Now you have a wait. And if you not do, they say you, you not do. You know what I'm talking about? Looking unto Jesus. He went through the contradiction of sinners. But he said, but the joy that was set before him. Let us enjoy this life in holiness and in righteousness.
the life to come is eternal. You understand? Don't give up. If you are a businessman, don't give up. If you are an investor, don't give up. One door may close. That's why you should not just face one door. Face many doors. If this one closed, you open another one. Another one. Just keep on keeping on. Because your best day, your best days are still ahead of you. Are you in the house? You know you're not born again. Your journey has not even started. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So if you are not born again, this is the time. This is Palm Sunday. If you are watching online, you know you are not born again. This is the time to be born again. This is the time. I got born again this year. will be 46 years. So I've been on this journey now for 46 years. Come and join. Because it is sweet to trust in Jesus. And add his word. To trust upon His Thou says the Lord, Jesus, 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 how I trust You, how I'll prove You,
Only the sisters now. As the dear. Let the brothers now sing. Absurdity wanted for the waters so my soul longeth after Everybody say you, you are Lord. You are Lord. I swear, I swear. You are Lord. towards the altar. Father, behold your sons and your daughters in the sanctuary today. Behold those that are in their different locations following us on the different platforms. We have embarked on different journeys. Some of us journeys of marriage, of business, of ministry. But above all, we have all embarked on a journey of life. Father, behold your sons and your daughters. Please don't allow their journeys to end in the wilderness. Many of us have embarked on a journey that started when we got born again. Please don't allow our journey to heaven to end here on earth in the name of Jesus. Those of us who have them back on the journey of marriage, that the devil is rocking the boat of that journey, I pray that peace be still in the name of Jesus. I pray for those who are them back on this journey of life, but sickness and sicknesses just rocking the boat of that journey. I pray every plant that my heavenly father has not planted. Be rooted out in the name of Jesus. Some of us are then back on this journey of life. But resources to make ends meet 
is shaking day by day. I pray for you. I curse every spirit of stagnation. I curse every spirit of poverty. In the name of Jesus. I pray for those that are on a ministerial journey. I pray that your ministry will not end in the wilderness. Whatever journey you have embarked on, God will take you to your desired destination in the name of Jesus. For those who have started the journey today of being born again, oh Lord God, please reveal yourself to them. Those in the sanctuary, those in the different platform following the service. Father God, at the end of the day, when you come to collect the church, which is the end of our journeys, may none of us be found wanting. In Jesus' holy name, we have prayed. Say better amen.